Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Bucks game is over. And now it's time for the longest running Pro Hoops post game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, uh, if I'm healthy, things are gonna be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think you know we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just like the most likable human being, and all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him, and it just—it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch Schmid, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back from the break, Bucks fans. This has been a long time coming. I get to say it again. Bucks tear a page off the calendar, get another W, and this time it's at the expense of the Detroit Pistons. 126-106. This one wasn't even close at all, all night. Pistons did lead early, then the Bucks led often is the easier way to put that. Led by as many as 30 in the first half. Just all over Detroit all night. Physical, imposing, and it was your starting lineup that did it. This is one of those nights that you can point to when people talk about the Bucks being, oh, they're just deep. They got a lot of bench guys. They don't have just a, a five that can take care of somebody right out of the gates. 33-28-18-19. Those are the point totals from Giannis, Middleton, Lopez, and Bledsoe, respectively, in a night where you blow out Detroit right out of the gates. You get some good burn for your starters, though. Brooke Lopez played the least amount of minutes for the guys in the starting five tonight with just 24, 32 apiece from Giannis and Middleton, fresh off the NBA All-Star game, which was much improved. I don't believe anybody is going to debate that. We're going to hear from Sidney Moncrief here coming up momentarily on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. But I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out, and welcome back from the break. Your Bucks, the best team in the NBA, and just continuing to dazzle Left and right now, 47 and 8. 47 and 8, guys. Ted Davis had a maybe a little come to Jesus moment with himself. One of those situations where you, you, you sit back and just try to pinch yourself, is what it sounded like Ted Davis was doing on the broadcast earlier tonight when he said, I hope I never f- underestimate, I hope I never get sick of being able to see. Giannis play up close. He said, I hope it never sets in for me and stops being this fun because the guy is absolutely remarkable. Every single time he steps on the floor, you expect to, and most times are, treated to something out of this world. Most of the times when he does step onto the floor, you're going to see something that not many people in basketball can do. 
you get an opportunity, undoubtedly a top three player in the world. You get to see him night in and night out. Having a conversation before the big show earlier today and talking to Dan Plucker, produces the big show, executive producer for the for the big show, and Evan Heffelfinger, uh, producer for the Bill Michaels show, and we're kind of laughing around and we're reminiscing about the fear the deer bucks year, which to me was still is still one of my favorite Bucks teams to remember because it was kind of unexpected. They almost won a playoff series. It was my first year in high school, you know, being around it almost every night and getting to go through that whole playoff run and see Brandon Jennings have a 55-point night, Andrew Bogut become a, a star center, and I say star loosely. But, I mean, he was a big-time player at that point, right? And And that's still one of my favorite teams to think of. You then thought, well, we know kind of where this ends. And they almost upset... Atlanta, Atlanta was clearly better than they were. But then it inspired hope into the next years. But ultimately, at the end of that series, I thought, dude, there is no way this team is ever going to win the title. There's just no there's just no way. People are having those thoughts with the Milwaukee Brewers right now, too. And and I think it's I think it's kind of off base. But there's you you almost have one of those moments with yourself as a fan. Right around this time, right around playoff time, when when it starts getting into the thick of things, and you're trying to wonder when you're going to have a big amount of time to think back as to when you realize this team was for real. And at that point, after the Fear of the Deer year, thought back, this is probably as good as it gets. You might win a series like this. You might win one more. Then you get the miracle at the 15th overall pick in Giannis. He becomes the lightning superstar ascent that he is now today. About to win back-to-back MVPs. Continuing to do different things each and every night that you just just shake your head and laugh at. Then you get a night like tonight where you play a bad Pistons team. And... I don't know if anybody else has the same thoughts as I do every once in a while when, when these games get out of hand early. The Bucks were that team five years ago. That just gets trounced. You go into the game knowing it's over. You go into the game knowing you're not going to be able to be competitive. And those are the nights you don't watch. Now the Bucks viewership is up like some 60% in the last two years, year and a half. They were able to improve almost a full 30% on their TV ratings from a year ago in which you went to the Eastern Conference Finals, won 60 games. Because the team's that much better right now than it was a year ago today. Than it was a year ago at this point in time. Even two years ago, three years ago, when Pfizer Forum was built, you were selling straight hope stock. And while not all the pieces to the puzzle ended up fitting the same way, no one expected Chris Middleton to be the the second superstar on the team. Everybody expected that it was going to be Jabari Parker. So while the plans necessarily didn't really mold together in the exact way that Bucks fans envisioned it, 
if they were going to be able to be a title contender. You're here now. And Ted Davis was mentioning it earlier tonight, and I just I couldn't help but shake my head and think the same thing. Man, I hope this never gets old. I hope I never get sick of seeing Giannis play basketball in a Bucks uniform. And and not that you're going to be tired of it, not that you're going to get complacent with it, but I feel like always the conversation can be the impending loss or the impending fear, the the unknown that we do have with that situation. But the here and the now is the Bucks are as close to an NBA championship as they've ever been. They put the teams, the seven groupings, or teams that have had a plus an 800 winning percentage by the All-Star break or something, and they're in there with a bunch of groups that have all won the NBA championship. And they blow out a team tonight by 20. You continue to just marvel at how easily they get some of these wins, and tonight it comes off just the backs of every single starter in the lineup. Giannis with 33, 28 from Chris Middleton, Lopez with 18, Eric Bledsoe, 8 of 14 from the floor, 2 of 5 from downtown, and he had 19 as well in the game tonight. 126-106 victory for the Bucks tonight as they take out the Detroit Pistons on the road coming right off the All-Star break, and they start up the theoretical second half of the NBA season here at 47 and 8. Now joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline here on the Pick and Safe Probes post-game show, Sydney Moncrief. Sydney, I appreciate the time tonight. Thank you, Billy. Did I hear 40 what and 8? Isn't 47 crazy? and 8. And Sydney, I was just I, I was I was laughing about it because Ted Davis and, and you along your time, you know you've gotten to know Ted very well. And he he's seen some bad basketball, not only with the Bucks, but his years in, in Dallas were not great. And he sat there and had a, a two-minute conversation with himself tonight where he said, I hope I never uh, sober on the understanding of how amazing it is to watch Giannis up close. And he does things every single night that you just shake your head at and say, I never thought I'd see somebody in a Bucks uniform since Sydney left that you were going to be able to see that every single night somebody do things like that. Well, I don't know. He does a lot more than I could ever do. And <laughs> he, just, he really does. And it's, a, it's such a unique talent. I don't think people fully appreciate, like Ted is saying, fully appreciate Giannis's skill set and also his commitment to his craft. Mm-hmm. He's very committed to getting better all the time, and it shows when he hits the court. It just shows he wants to dominate. He wants to be the best player on the planet. It's so much fun, and Kendrick Perkins was on uh, the afternoon show a couple of weeks ago, and he said he he believes that Giannis is one of those last guys in the league with, with that true. He calls it the Mamba mentality, obviously that uh, the Kobe Bryant situation, but there's just a different level of competitiveness that you can tap into a, a, a different psyche, a different personality to be able to do that every single night. But right now, he's got a couple of really really good running mates, and Chris Middleton is playing some incredible basketball. Yeah, Chris is playing like people anticipated he would play, and he's complimenting Giannis so well. I, sometimes it takes a player a while to figure out, where do I fit in? Where can I help this team the most? And now you're seeing where he's very confident in the shots he's taken. He's more aggressive in transition, and he's taking the ball off the dribble with more confidence, and he's a game changer. He's going to be the huge difference come the playoffs. It won't be all about Giannis, as we talked about in the playoffs. It's going to have to be Giannis plus 
at least three or four other players. So earlier today, John Horst, the general manager of the Bucks, had this to say about Chris Middleton and Sidney Moncrief, Pro Basketball Hall of Famer. I wanted to get your take on the uh, belief that John Horst exuded about Chris Middleton earlier today. There's no doubt Chris has improved over the last year. Chris has gotten better every single year. He, he's one of the guys that I think is really special in our league that just gets better every single year, no matter what his contract situation is, no matter what the team situation is. Chris Middleton just continues to become a better NBA player every year, and I really think he's a top 15 guy in our league. So we had a lot of fun with that conversation today. Do you believe right now today Chris Middleton is a top 15 player in the NBA? That's an all-NBA performer. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I really can't answer that question. I know he's a top NBA player. When you start breaking it down, top 10, top 15, I would need to see every player in the NBA before I could make that analysis. But he is an impact player. I think that's what's important. He's able to change the flow of the game, and he complements Giannis very well. He's a very, very good defender, and I like the way he's playing basketball. I hate to put titles top mm-hmm. 15 because I don't feel comfortable doing that. And he's shooting something like 47% from three since the turn of the new year. He is just red hot, and, and a, he's been – Known as a, as a streaky shooter, and, and a lot of s- scores can be that way in the NBA. But for somebody that, admittedly, so he has really uh, gotten his game to a different level this season. Yeah, but I think people have forgotten when I did the TV for the Bucks maybe four years ago. I thought he was he was a pretty good player. I thought he was as good then as he is now. Uh, of course, Giannis was not was not the player that Giannis is now, and Chris Middleton had one of the highest performance indexes, I think he was like number four or five. He was in the top six in the NBA. And you don't get that way with just being an average player. So I thought I've really been being very transparent. I thought he was as good four years ago before his big contract. And now he's getting back to that level. And now he's really being able to take advantage of that with the big contract. And two, and that, that's another thing, Sydney. I think we all do forget about this is a guy that had a really, really horrific hamstring injury a couple of years ago and uh, is, is truly getting himself back to the form that he was before that. Yes, and he's going through a, a coaching transition. Outstanding coach in Milwaukee, but as a player, it takes you a while to adjust to exactly where you fit in and he's finally, I think, getting there, and he's understanding when he can take over the ball game. And, and the coach wants them to be aggressive and dominant all the time. And he's starting, to, he's starting to realize, I can dominate whenever I want to, and the coach will allow me to do that. And that's why we're seeing, a, I think, a different player. Is there any better feeling, Sidney Moncrief, than knowing that when you do have that realization with yourself that, wait, I can dominate like this every single night? It is so freeing. I was like that with Coach Nelson and Coach Dell Harris. They gave me that type of confidence. And you know that it doesn't matter if you play great, if you're playing lousy, you're their guy. And they're, they want you to take chances. They want you to be great. That makes all the difference in the world when that happens with your coaching staff. And it's just got to be so much fun. I just can't imagine that when you walk out on the floor and I'm going to own this guy. They, they got no chance of stopping me tonight. <laughs> Sydney Moncrief joining and then, us. Right. Go. And then when you know, Billy, when you know that you're with the best player in the world on your team, one of the best coaches in the world, and you have great, you have tremendous teammates that understand how to play the game of basketball, there's not a greater feeling as a player 
when you're playing on this type of team. And, and they are just steamrolling people left and right. Sidney Moncrief, Pro Basketball Hall of Famer, joining us here on the Big and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show. Sidney, when, when you move down the, the list, right, and, and now we're finally getting to Brooke Lopez, what he's done blocking shots has been tremendous. But offensively, he's really starting to pick up some steam and being able to take advantage, not as much on the outside like he did last year, but kind of getting himself back to that low post game that uh, made him a little bit of money in this league before. I think Brooke Lopez is the, the very, first of all, very underrated player, number one. Number two, he's going to be a, a key to the Bucks' success because he's one of the very few big men in the NBA that can actually go inside in outside, in make foul shots, in rebound, and block a shot. You can probably not count the number of players on one finger they could do that. And he's able to do it very consistently. When he does that, it gives the Bucks a totally different dimension, and he's going to be, I think, the key to the Bucks' success. One of my favorite guys to watch, too, and it's good to see him back in the lineup, George Hill, playing 20 minutes off the bench and, and leading that bench unit tonight in minutes played. When he came over in the acquisition last year, I thought it was so valuable to get somebody, again, that had more more awareness and understanding of Coach Bud and his system. When you're a vet like that and, and you understand your role to be able to take over, as a sixth man, how important can that be to a coaching staff like you were being a part of, knowing that you have somebody that can lead that unit, second unit, where young guys trying to develop their games too can, can look at and go to for guidance as well? As a coach, at least when I coach, we look at 240 minutes. You have 240 minutes of time, roughly, that you have to fill with your players. If you know that your six-man can give you 20 to 24 solid minutes, what it does is it opens up the ability to move players around and play players in different positions and still remain very, very good. It's, a, it's really important for coaches to have to know that I can pencil this guy in every night, and this is what they're going to give me on the offensive end and defensively. And it gives you flexibility with your lineups. Every single time I have a conversation, Sidney Moncrief, with somebody around town uh, about the Bucks, and, and a lot of times they're casual observers, but now have become more frequent observers, as the television ratings will tell us, their, their favorite part about the team is they say they play defense. And tonight with five different players with multiple steals, they showcase what they can do on the defensive end. Uh, and I know that's got to make you smile as the kind of defensive player you were back in the day. It really does. But I'm going I'm to stop you, Billy. Guess what? Steals is never an indication of how good you're playing defense. But here's what is. How many deflections did you get? Sure. And most teams, they're more passionate when I coach. We're more passionate about the deflection than steals because a lot of times when you see a high number of steals, that means people are out of position, they're risking, they're taking unnecessary risk, and they're putting more pressure on the defense. When you get deflections, which sometimes turns into a steal, but sometimes the deflection just disrupts the flow of the offense for the other team and it cuts down the shot clock opportunities for the other team, and it makes your defense a lot tougher. So I think the Bucks is a combination of steals, but more importantly, getting their hands on a lot of basketballs when they play defense. And how? what does that more go towards? I think a lot of people think it's hustle, but so much of it just has to be IQ of the game and, and what your opponent's trying to do. 
Yeah, you, you know your scouting report, and we like to say you have active hands. When you stop penetration, you have active hands. When you go to double team, you have active hands. When any pass is made, your hands are very active where you're getting your hands on the basketball, and the weak side of your defense, they're alert to pick up those seals, or you cause the ball to go out of bounds, and now, guess what, 10 seconds left on the shot clock, five seconds, and the team cannot run their normal set. 47 and 8. They're doing a lot to disrupt the opponents, and a lot of it happens to be because they're one of the best defensive teams in all of basketball. Sydney, appreciate the time. We'll talk next week uh, as this team just inches closer and closer to a playoff run and hopefully a championship run. Looking forward to oh, it. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia Saturday. That should be fun. Always is, and and it got a little right. bit chippy with Detroit tonight. I know there's. it's always a little bit uh, frisky between those clubs on, on Saturday night. It was the same way when I played. It's just part of playing Detroit. <laughs> it's so much fun. Right. Sydney, appreciate it. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. That's Sydney Moncrief, uh, pro basketball Hall of Famer, one of the best bucks of all time. You see his number hanging in the rafters at Fiserv Forum, rightfully so. The pro basketball Hall of Famer, multiple time defensive player of the year, joins us here on the Pick and Save Probes post game show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North, courtesy. A Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North. Check out the new and certified pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles today off I-43 North, Silver Spring Drive. It's 15 minutes away from anywhere in the city of Milwaukee, and you can check them out at MercedesOfMilwaukeeNorth.com. 414-799-1250 if you want to join us tonight. Bucks starting unit doing it all for you tonight. Led by Giannis with 33. Go along with 16 rebounds. And he had a double-double with, what, like nine minutes left in the second quarter? Just snagging rebounds all over the place. Became the second all-time on the, or second all-time now on the Bucks rebounding list. Continues to chase down. Now he'll have to chase Kareem for a little bit longer. But 7,000 rebounds is going to be well within this man's grasp as he's already hauled in 4,500 rebounds. 4,500 rebounds. This guy's gotten, and he's 25 years old. He's got a kid. Look what I've done. All I get to do is talk bucks with you, which is so much fun. It's Big and Safe Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz Milwaukee North. Uh, inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios. we got a lot more next. Coach Bud Matt Velasquez on the way here on The Fan. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the wrench-and-go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench-and-go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Brandon Knight has two turnovers. He hasn't been in the game all that long. He threw one away to Giannis, then lost the handle here. Giannis, it's an and one on a block. Bucks win tonight, 126-106 against the Detroit Pistons. Giannis playing well into the fourth quarter, well after this game was decided. But if you had the 13 and a half, you were excited to see Giannis playing. I mean, with like five minutes left, I said, all right, bud, let's 
Let's go and get this guy out of here. They wanted to even it up 32 minutes a night. Good burn for Giannis tonight and Middleton each with 32 minutes in the game. 28 from Wes Matthews, 27 from Eric Bledsoe. He was 8 of 14 from the floor. Pair that with four assists or four rebounds, two assists, and 19 for Bled on the night. 9 to 10 from the foul line was Brooke Lopez, part of his 18 points. It was 1 of 5 from downtown, but 4 of 5 from 3 was Chris Middleton. 11 of 18 from the floor for the two-time All-Star. Go along with seven defensive boards, eight total, three assists, and 28 tonight from number 22, a plus-minus. Good for 32, 33 points, 16 boards, four assists, three steals, and a block for Giannis tonight. An absolute freight train. And Ted Davis brought it up tonight on the broadcast, and I thought it was great. You you want to make sure, and I hope I do as well, always remember how incredible it is to watch this dude play on a night-in and night-out basis. Ted Davis gets to watch him up close. Ted Davis sits courtside. Ted Davis gets to see all that length, all those ligaments barreling down on people all night. That's got to be an incredible thing to watch. You get to see it on Fox Sports Wisconsin, and it is tremendous to watch every single night. I just hope that I never get used to it, that it always still somehow amazes me when you see this guy do some of the things like he was doing tonight and have a double-double with like nine minutes left in the second quarter. 799-1250, if you want to join us, go to Mike on the south side. Mike, you're up on the Wendy, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. What's going on, man? Hey, Billy. Uh, Pistons used to be the bad boys, not the sad boys. Yeah, they're not good. They used to be. They good. used to be really rough, didn't they? Well, I think if, I think the coach puts out more effort than the team. Well, Dwayne Casey was on one when he got teed up. That's well, for sure. I, I called last year. I mean, he was like into it every game. Now, my worry is other teams are going to get frustrated with Giannis down the road, uh, sending like thugs like Christian Hood. Sure. Cheap shots, dating our Drake. How big a lead do you rest him? Before you answer that, because I'm going to hang up and listen, Brownie points to Marvin Williams. I was watching him. He's for real. He's playing great D, and he's going to be a huge asset. And Brownie's for a big show Friday. You're the man, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. The, now, the Marvin Williams one, I'll get to the – the physicality the teams are going to throw at Giannis uh, in just one second. Marvin Williams does play some physical defense, but he also plays smart team defense. That's one thing that the Bucks do so well as a whole group. They play really good collective defense. I mean, that starts with Budenholzer. Don't, don't kid yourself on that. But being able to know the exact right time to fill – knowing the right help lanes. I mean, that comes with being smart basketball players. John Horst joined the morning show earlier today, and I want to bring you some of that conversation a little bit later on here. There were a few parts of it where simply John Horst continues to date back to what they did last year. And it is obvious, and I think somewhat intentional, especially in the media, when they bring up this the series last year with Toronto. When John Horst brings it up a couple of times in this interview, the day after we got eliminated. This has been an entire redemption tour for all of those guys because they believe the miracle run came, was supposed to come last year. 60-win team, 
everybody expected you to simply be able to win a playoff series. Then you become the best team in the league with the best player in the league. And now you are the true hunted. And it appears that they still are fighting with a hunter's mentality. That's a credit to the coaching staff and the culture being set there with the Milwaukee Bucks to not allow that type of complacency to come into the locker room. Now, Mike also asked about Giannis have being in the game with a very, very large lead being had by the Milwaukee Bucks. That I can't exactly answer myself. That I'm going to defer to Mike Budenholzer, who comes up in 10 minutes here on the Big and Safe Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz in Milwaukee North. Take a quick timeout. And there is an aspect of this Bucks team that continues to get overlooked, but tonight eh, may not have shined as bright as it needed to because of the play of the top two All-Stars for the Milwaukee Bucks. Go along with 33-28, the totals for Giannis and Middleton in a 126-106 Bucks win. We got Chris Middleton coming up next here on the Big and Safe Probes postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios on the fan. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. The team is focused on getting better every day. Giannis is focused on getting better every day and maximizing the season and figuring out, you know, the future in the future. A lot of the things that we do every single day is to create a culture of, of winning and an environment of winning and success to, to really be positioned for, for not only the ultimate success now, but long-term sustained success going forward. That's John Horst earlier today here on The Fan. Hear the entirety of that interview coming up here tonight on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. Appreciate you hanging out with us tonight on The Fan after the Bucks just cruise to another win. I mean, they just are rolling through some of these W's, and it's becoming, I don't know, laughable is the right word. I mean, sometimes I do find myself giggling about how easy these wins are for for the Bucks at certain points in time. But with the type of club that the Bucks have and the type of ownership that the Bucks have and also the type of leadership that John Horst I think is talking about there with the best player in the world Giannis then also filtering down from what Mike Budenholzer is able to do. The club continues to exude a level of confidence while also having, I don't know about enough arrogance, if that makes sense. The Bucks play with still a little bit of a disrespect taste in their mouth, and I think that's a really, really good thing to have because while we in the media and the rest of Bucks Nation have kind of fallen into a, a, a sense of, well, they're supposed to be here. They're, they're supposed to be the best team in the world and saddled back down to just waiting for the inevitable, waiting for the W's to just keep pouring in, they're able to still roll through W's, roll through games, roll through wins, roll through this regular season now at 47-8, and 
but they're doing so while still keeping some sense of being the the hunt hunter instead of the hunted. They are definitely the hunted when you come and talk about the NBA as a whole at this particular point in time. Everybody is looking up at them while John Horst and Mike Budenholzer, I think in particular, has kept the eye on the prize. And while not being, I mean, negative about it, because I think it can be taken with a negative connotation, still reminding this club that, guys, while we have played very, very well, we've gotten all these regular season wins, you still haven't won the ultimate prize. It's still not an NBA championship, which is ultimately what you're playing for. And that culture of never being satisfied can take a team a really, really long way. And I think it's already taken one player a really long way, maybe even further than he ever believed that he would get to as a two-time All-Star, as a former second-round pick. Chris Middleton with Zora Stevenson after a 20-point Bucks win on the road in Detroit. Coaches say they almost expect a lag from their players coming off the All-Star break. I was talking to assistant coach Charles Lee at halftime about that, and he said, Zora, this is not a normal team. How much do you guys hold yourselves to a higher standard? Uh, we definitely do. I mean, we know what goes on out this quarter is on us, so we try to hold each other accountable, uh, try to play the right way and play hard. No break for you, and could you argue that was a good thing? How much did playing in the All-Star game help you maintain your rhythm? Help me stay in shape for sure. Um, these at the All-Star break, those first couple days back are rough, but I was able to hit the ground running, and thankfully uh, my teammates, they stayed in shape too. Um, that's how serious they're taking this year. I couldn't help but notice all the love on this court after the game. Nothing but love for the Pistons and former Bucks. Man, they got so many guys that, that used to be in the gym with us working, sweating, uh, giving it all. Now they're uh, here with a new opportunity, so um, wish them nothing but the best. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks. That's Chris Middleton after the game tonight. And Chris Middleton, also a former Piston, came over in that Brandon Knight, Brandon Jennings deal. But ever since Chris came over, there's been, for me at least, I've always, I I believed at that moment that he could end up being the better player in the deal. I didn't know that he was going to turn into the player that he is right now. But I also was not very high on Brandon Knight, so... That take looked really, really bad for the first year when Brandon Knight was the best player on the Bucks. But I digress. The way Chris Middleton's intensity towards the game, his never-ceasing pursuit to achieve more than I think people ever thought he would, that's a motivating factor for him. You can be a motivating factor for others as well. But there's a delicate balance between being able to use that as a positive and also being a little bit obsessed with proving people wrong. It's a delicate, delicate tight rope to walk. But I think Chris Middleton and the rest of the Bucs that have used it have done it really, really well. That's inside the locker room tonight. It's brought to you by the Granville Business Improvement District. The Granville Connection is opening soon. Granvillebusiness.org is where you go to sign up and see how your small business can be a part of it. Guys, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin trying to simplify your life. And if you haven't heard already, Pella Windows and Doors extended last month's financing offers For the entire month of February, people, that's 10 years, 2.99% APR financing, or 18-month 
zero APR financing on approved credit. 18 months with zero APR. What else can you ask for? I mean, you could ask to become a new installer of Pella Windows and Doors if you're looking for a career. They're looking for experienced installers, Brookfield, Green Bay, and especially in Madison because this financing deal is going through the roof. If you're an experienced window or door installer, listen up. This is why you should apply to Pella Windows and Doors, number one, because they're a number one nationally recognized brand. They've been in business for over 100 years. And Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers premium pay with some of the highest in the industry while also the best hands-on training you're going to find in the industry, working daily with project managers to ensure completion. They're not just going to dump you off and say, we'll pick you up at 4.30, as a lot of different businesses will once they hire somebody on to install windows or doors. Apply immediately at the website, PellaWI.com today, PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. I'll repeat that one more time. PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. Don't get waitlisted by slow-moving, cheapo, chuck-in-a-truck companies. Make window replacement a part of your 2020 vision today. With Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, you can stop in 19030 West Blue Mound Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin. Goodness gracious. That's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Experience Center, and it is crazy cool. Or you can just schedule a free in-home consultation today. PellaWI.com. Tell him Billy Schmidt sent you from the Pick and Safe Pro Hoops postgame show. As we're inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios, beautiful windows in here, keeping me warm on a cold night, but the Bucks hot from the entire floor as they were knocking things down from le- from deep early in this one. Finished shooting well, just over 30% from deep, but 4 of 5 is Chris Middleton from beyond the arc tonight, shooting almost 47% from three since the turn of the year. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This is the Big and Safe Probes postgame show. You can join us after another Bucks win and cover. We'll hear from Mike Budenholzer next on The Fan. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Well, the opponent tonight looked a lot like the Milwaukee Bucks of 2016. There's a lot of former Bucks on this Detroit Pistons club that the Bucks just blew out by 20, 126-106 the final. Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show after the game at Little Caesars Arena. Fat guy, it's one of my favorite names of a stadium ever. Thon Maker, 18 points, or 18 minutes, 11 points, excuse me. Tony Snell, remember him? 22 minutes, four of six from the floor. It's one of two from deep with 10 points. What about Christian Wood? 27 minutes of run, four of 10 from the floor, but finished nine of 10 from the foul line and tallied up 18 and 11. Christian Wood's gonna about to get a nice little contract from the Detroit Pistons. Christian Wood also was about to get uh, some hands from Giannis tonight. If you were seeing the way he was acting and, and the conversations they were having late in the shot clock, did not look like Christian Wood was making many friends with the reigning defending MVP. But then you knew that they were all good because they were doing the cool thing that the NBA players do after the game when they go and shake up with each other where they put their hand over their mouth and so no one can lip read as to see what they're actually saying. 
Man, I'd love to know what they were saying. Got to get more mics on these guys, like in the NFL. There's not a player on that field that doesn't have a microphone in the NFL. I mean, except if you're in the Miles Garrett fight. 126-106. Bucks beat the Pistons tonight. Got to be a happy Mike Budenholzer as we step inside the coach's corner tonight. Let's hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over 80 years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit schneiderjobs.com or call 1-800-44-PRIDE. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Mike Budenholzer after another victory for his Bucks, but the first in the second half of the regular season, now 27 to go as the Bucks make themselves 47-8 and on the road with a W against the Detroit Pistons. A 23 more wins to get to 70. Here's that coach after the game. Uh, I think good win for us on the road tonight. Um, the focus coming out of the gate, um, you know, really impressive first half. And a lot of good things in the second half, too. So, um, and I think a good good start to uh, the post break. I know you said it usually takes maybe a couple games for people to get back into the swing of things. Were you almost surprised at the energy that your team had in that first half? Uh, the energy was good the last two days, so I wasn't surprised. But sometimes energy doesn't equal good play, um, you know. But I thought, you know, energy was good, but also, you know, the touch and the feel and shot making. Um, you know, I thought overall for a first game out of the break, um, a lot of positives. Seven turnovers for your team. What did you think of the way they took care of the basketball tonight? Yeah, uh, I mean, that's another example of kind of the sharpness, um, just the execution. I think, you know, it was maybe... I mean, we were, we were a lot of differences tonight, but, I mean, I think seven turnovers to 21 for them, um, you know, just creates a lot more shots for us. The free throw line is an advantage for us. So um, those are all good signs. Obviously, Marvin didn't get in until late. Was part of the calculus there getting him a chance to run with some of the, the regulars? Um, you know, I think with Marvin, we're just going to have to find spots for him to play. And I think to get Giannis and Chris, um, and, and George was right where we wanted him to be. So, he, you know, fortunately he got to play with a lot of the, you know, I think kind of the starter group. And, um, you know, so that was good for him. So we're just going to, you know, I think night to night we'll figure it out. But, uh, you know, he's going to help us. And what did you think of the, you know, the way, obviously we talked about how they have a bunch of guys who were formerly on the on the Bucks. What do you think about the kind of interplay between those guys and your guys yeah, at different points in the game? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't put a whole lot into it. But, um, and I think there's always... A little extra motivation both ways probably and you know they went against each other a lot in practice and so um yeah it adds a little spice to it george back not a ton of scoring but what kind of a difference did he make with that second unit yeah just he gives us so much kind of organization and poise and uh, leadership and so I, you know having him back is huge and um, tried to play him some with Bled tonight too, get them a little bit of reps some reps together so um it's just it's great to have him back we saw Giannis shoot a technical free throw today. It's not normally something we see. Is that his, is that his call? Is that your call? Is that? No, I just, you know, we threw him out there kind of just spur the moment a little bit. I think, um, you know, the more he can work on that, get reps, um, you know, I think it's a good thing for him. Coach, this team is a little bit of a unique family-type team. You got two pairs of brothers on the team with the Lopez brothers and the Antetokounmpo brothers, as well as two champions coming from the Cavs. What's that team atmosphere like being more of a family than a team? Yeah, no, we got a good thing going with, uh, you know, the brothers, but not just those guys. Everybody um, gets along, and um, the chemistry, the energy is uh, is really positive. It's good. Thanks, Coach. 
Thanks. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. On the only injury tonight, or man out due to injury, Kyle Korver, listed with a back, is why he was out for the second consecutive game. But you heard Mike Budenholzer mention there, good to have George Hill back after missing a couple of weeks nursing a few different injuries. George Hill tonight didn't score a whole lot, but continues to be the leading force off the bench for the Bucks. Led the bench mob tonight in minutes played with 20 of them. He's mentioned as one of the key members of this Bucks team that's running right now 47 and 8. That general manager, John Horse, feeds a lot of the culture change too. Hear that conversation next. John Horse, stop by. Coming up next year on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Giannis knocks that away from Love right at the rim. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. Well, not exactly a play of the game, but getting very defensive and then a little bit offensive with his clipboard, Dwayne Casey. And the Bucks get possession. And a technical on the coach. He threw his clipboard and is asking what he did. Yeah, you can't do that. You're, you're, you're going to get in trouble, Dwayne Casey. Caller Mike called in and said maybe Dwayne Casey was the guy that was showing the most effort on the floor tonight for the Detroit Pistons. Oh! Just ruthless. I got to do that to this man. He does coach his butt off, that's for sure. So does Mike Budenholzer, one of my favorite guys to watch on the sidelines. John Horst, uh, much more composed during the games. He's in a business suit, looking like a businessman, and he was all business today when he spoke with my guy Bart Winkler and Chuck Freeman today on Chuck and Winkler. If you missed the interview, it's at 1057fmthefan.com and right here on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show. Bucks general manager John Horst, you've put together a team here, 46-8, and eight. Uh, no trades made, obviously, but there was the pickup of Marvin Williams. With the, I guess, assets that you guys have, some of the players and that pick from the Pacers, do you feel, when you look at what you have in front of you, do you feel like you've done everything in your power to assemble a team that can win the NBA Finals in June? Are there moves that you wish you would have made? Do you wish you gave that pick away? Do you wish? Do you wish you did anything else? Or do you feel like... You've done everything in your power to bring a winner back to Milwaukee. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, roster building obviously is not a, a point in time. It, it's, it's kind of a continuous effort. And um, I think if you look back at, at, you know, the day after we lost last year in the playoffs um, until today, uh, the goal is to improve the team, to be better suited for a playoff run, to address some of our needs, uh, to be positioned for success not only now but going forward. 
And I'm incredibly proud of the work that our group is, has done, uh, the development that our coaches have done, the players, their development. And uh, I think in my mind, there's no doubt that we're a better team than we were last year, uh, that we're positioned to be a strong cont- uh, contender going forward in the future. And um, I know that we tried to do everything we possibly could to continue to improve this team and incredibly happy with who we have. And, and you mentioned the, uh, the pickup of Marvin Williams. That's a player that we've appreciated and liked um, and followed his career for a long time and, and really think that on the floor and off the floor um, was a guy that could plug into our system and fit incredibly well and really have an impact on our season um, the rest of the way. And so I think that was a great pickup for us, and we'll, we'll see how it all works out. There's 28 games left in the regular season as we talk to you here. Uh, John Horse, Bucks general manager, joining us, Chuck and Winkler. Now, earlier in the season, you know, I got some people mad at me because I say the blanket statement, this regular season doesn't matter. It's all it's all about the playoffs. It's all about the finals for this team. And obviously that's a that's a broad, very broadly painted statement. But what I'm thinking is, yeah, they might lose the other night to Indiana. They could win against the Pistons, whatever. We know that this Bucks team is good, and we know that in the playoffs, that's where it's going to matter. What has the regular season meant to you? Would you rather see games that are nail biters so that they can, you know, execute and practice some scenarios that are going to come in the playoffs? Would you rather see them as they are doing constantly and consistently beat teams? Would you rather see the roster be experimented with for rotations and what's going to work in the playoffs? What are, what are these 82 games? What are you hoping with as good as this team is? What have you been hoping to get out of this portion of the season? Bart, I, th- I think it's a mixed bag of all those things. Um, if you really look at it, you, you want to position yourself uh, to be one of the teams that's in contention, that has a chance to contend. And you know, part of the regular season is to see whether or not you've done that and to, to see if the, the product that you, you've put together and, and the group that, that plays together and is coached, if it fits and it works the way that you expect it would work. And, you know, we test that, we pressure test that with, with advanced metrics, we pressure test that with a lot of conversation with coaches and players and you know, our ownership and everything. And so you pressure test that as much as you can. And, and if you look at our net margin, our offensive rating, our defensive rating, um, some of our advanced metrics against against the best teams in the NBA, some of the things that we felt like we need to address in the offseason, if you kind of test all those things, it feels like we've, again, we've improved and we're a better team, we're better suited for contention. I think you also want to be positioned in the playoffs and so I, I don't think that at the end of the day having the most wins is the most important thing but being positioned for a great playoff run is important so having a high seed having home court advantage those things matter and then you do you want to experiment with rotations and you want to you want to figure out different matchups and how you're going to fit against different teams that you think you could potentially play, be playing in the later parts of the playoffs and I think we've been able to do that so far and we're going to continue to work on that but ultimately you want to be playing well you want to be healthy um, and you want to have confidence in the group that you have going into this thing. And uh, as we stand today, we're, we're happy with where we're at. But again, I think we've said it a lot from every player to every coach to every time we've spoke. Our goal is to get better every single day. So our team genuinely and sincerely is focused on the Detroit Pistons tonight. They want to have a better effort tonight than they did last game, continue to improve each day. And, and when we get to the playoffs, we'll be best prepared to, to advance and, and hopefully uh, compete at the highest level. You know, there's NBA teams out there that got a great player but maybe aren't successful. Giannis is just a unique player. How do you know what parts to put around Giannis that are going to make him successful? Because obviously you've done that in the last couple of years. How do you know? What is that analytics, the eye test? How do you know? Because Giannis being such that special type of player, what's going to work around him? Chuck, it's, it's, I don't think you ever know. I think you, you do the best that you can 
and you study all the things that you think matter. Um, but I will say that that we're incredibly fortunate and, and lucky and blessed to have a player like Giannis at the center of our franchise. Uh, to have him as a franchise player on the floor and off the floor really sets the tone for everything. He has such a unique skill set, but he, the way he plays, the things he brings to the game every day, the way he competes, he's going to make any better any player better in our system. And so then the goal and, the, and really the task is to find the guy that actually make him better and help him be a better player. And, and, you know, we've obviously been heavily focused on shooting. We've been heavily focused on, on volume of shooting, guys that are willing to take shots and have the ability to make shots, um, players that, that have a high competitive um, nature, players that have high IQ so they can play off of him, you know, whether it be cutting or spacing. Um, and then off the floor, it's just high character. Um, it's, it's, you know, really dedicated individuals that, that are focused on winning and focused on team more than self. And I think he has some very, very clear um, benchmarks and standards that, that matter to him on and off the floor. And it really, it helps set the tone for what we look for. And we, we spent a lot of time being intentional trying to add those type of players to our team. John Horsebuck's general manager, Chuck and Winkler on the fan, 105.7 FM, 1250 AM and the free radio.com app. It's clear. You've made it clear. Uh, what your intentions are with Giannis. Uh, you've had to pay to make those intentions. So a hypothetical for you as a general manager, when you have a hypothetical superstar up for a hypothetical super match, uh, super max contract, when he's available to sign it, do you give him that contract and stick it in his mailbox and expect it back the next day? Do you put it on a table in front of him and leave the room and, kind of peer to make sure he's signing it. I mean, how much pressure do you put on to make sure as soon as it's available, it can be signed hypothetically, of course. Um, Bart, I mean, I love some of your questions. The great thing <laughs> is we don't have to answer hypotheticals in our world. We, we can just deal with realities. And there's, there's a great rule in, the, in, in our league that you can't talk about or do anything that you can't execute. So luckily there's nothing to talk about or execute right now. And when that becomes available, luckily we're on the record I think of what we feel and how strongly we feel, and, and um, we're not going to discuss it anymore beyond that. And I think that's uh, I think it's a great position to be in. Uh, the team is focused on getting better every day. Giannis is focused on getting better every day, maximizing the season and figuring out you know the future in the future um, when it comes to that. But a lot of the things that we do every single day is to create a culture of, of winning and an environment of winning and success to, to really be positioned for for not only the ultimate success now but long term sustained success going forward. And so um, that's. That's where we're at today, and I think we're going to continue to focus on that. Have you spent any time at all planning for a plan B if the hypotheticals don't work out? There, There's no plan B in these scenarios for us. The plan B would be tear down Pfizer form. Yeah. How about that? And rebuild the Bradley Center. <laughs> hey, John, you know uh, this – they have a great concert venue there. We have a lot of things going on there. It's really incredibly positive. So I don't think we want to tear that place down. Yeah, yet. <laughs> uh, John. You know the team has been so good. I mean, in, in dominating fashion. Um, but I mean, to to get off to the type of start you have, and you got a handful of games left before the postseason. I mean, anything less than going to an NBA Finals has got to be a failure, don't you think? Because I mean, you've we're all in on this team. This team is beating teams by an average of 12, 13 points a game, which is up there in NBA history. I mean, everything is set up for just a major run here, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think we talked about all the ways that, that the team is better, that our players are better. I, mean, I kind of listened to your guys' intro before we got on. 
it's awesome to listen to Chris Middleton speak and listen to how he's matured and developed as a teammate and a professional and now a two-time All-Star. He's got a guy that the last 15 games is averaging 25-7-5 and five and shooting over 50% from the field in three. I mean, we, we are positioned to have a great run this year, and, and that's, that's the goal. Um, the great thing about this team and our players, and it sounds cliche and it almost sounds like, like something that you can't sustain, is they focus on every single day that they want – I promise you our guys are not worried about making the NBA Finals right now. They want to beat the Detroit Pistons tonight, and they want to figure out how to do that, and they want to be better. And I truly believe if we take that approach, if you stay healthy, you have to have some breaks along the way that we'll be in a position at the end of the year uh, to contend, and that's what we want to do. We want to improve on last year. And so um starts with Giannis and all of the great things that he's doing and, and statistically you know, setting records and, and at a historical level and averaging 30 and 5 and 5 and all the different things he does. And, backed up by Chris and Eric's success and Brooke and on down. Um, we have a great group of guys that are focused on the task at hand, and that task is really to get better every day. And Middleton's got better over the last year, I, I want to say. I think he's really – I mean, you look at his numbers. His numbers are terrific. He's a legitimate all-star again. But I thought from last year to this year, I see improvement in his game. Chuck, it's unbelievable. I, you know, Earlier on in the year, it's almost like sometimes you feel like you have to apologize for these guys because we do have a big margin in our victories, and they're not playing the major minutes that a lot of the all-stars are. So you have to go out there and really sell and make the case for some of these guys. And, and you know, I really think Eric should have been an all-star. And if the guy's playing 28 minutes a night, doing significant things. And, you know, thankfully, Chris, again, two-time all-star. But it's funny, then you kind of go forward to these last 15 games and it's, it's really proven, you know, kind of Giannis missed a few games. Uh, Chris's minutes had went up and really pushed his minutes up above 30. And the guy's averaging 27 and five at 24, I'm sorry, 24, seven and five. And so Chris, there's no doubt Chris has improved over the last year. Chris has gotten better every single year. He, he's one of the guys that I think is really special in our league that just gets better every single year, no matter what his contract situation is, no matter what the team situation is, Chris Middleton just because continues to become a better NBA player every year, and I really think he's a top 15 guy in our league. Have you met uh, baby Liam yet? <laughs> yeah, I have. He's, he's, uh, it's pretty fun. And what, a, what a cute little kid and what a great opportunity for um, Giannis to just have another experience in life. And, and he and Mariah, I know, are just kind of enjoying all of that and trying to figure out what it is to be a new parent. For those of us that have young kids, it's it's a different chapter in life, but uh, kind of a special thing for, for Giannis and his family to experience right now, for sure. Yeah, just remind Giannis, over the next couple of years, there's great daycares in Milwaukee. There's great school systems <laughs> uh, in the Milwaukee area. So just remind him of that yeah, when Bart, you can. Bart, Bart has one topic on this interview. <laughs> no, no, I'm just... Yeah. I'm he's, just... He's fear, John, I, I, he's fearful. No, the, the I, I just... fearful by I, nature that we're going to lose number 34 someday. No, no, I had a baby six months ago. I want him to one day be Giannis's baby's friend. So that's that's my <laughs> angle on this. John Horse, Bucks general manager, appreciate your time, and we hope to talk to you soon. Thanks, John. Thanks, guys. That's John Horse, the general manager of your Milwaukee Bucks earlier today with Bart Winkler and Chuck Freeman. Really good interview the guys did earlier today. And if you missed any of it, you can go check out the entirety of the interview at 1057fmthefan.com. Just click on Fan on Demand. It's presented by the John Paul's Buick GMC, Highway 100 in Greenfield, or on the radio.com app. Just hit the rewind feature, and you're going to be right there. We are going to be right here with Matt Velasquez coming up next inside the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Studios is where I will be, Matt Velasquez, in Detroit covering the game tonight for the Journal Sentinel. He is on the Pick and Save Probes postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now. This guy's on the inside. 
after every game. Listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce, child custody, or any other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. There's no doubt Chris has improved over the last year. Chris has gotten better every single year. He's, he's one of the guys that I think is really special in our league that just gets better every single year, no matter what his contract situation is, no matter what the team situation is. Chris Middleton just continues to become a better NBA player every year, and I really think he's a top 15 guy in our league. Those are the words of general manager John Horst earlier today on 105.7 FM, The Fan. He said that Chris Middleton, two-time now all-star for your Milwaukee Bucks, dropped 28 tonight, was just spectacular again, especially shooting from downtown. At one point, it was 4 of 4 from 3. Called him a top 15 player in the NBA. So I ask the same question to the man now joining us from Little Caesars Arena, one of my favorite names of an NBA arena, uh, all any pro sports complex, Little Caesars Arena up in Detroit. Matt Velasquez joining us here uh, from the Journal Sentinel JS Online. Matt, top 15 player in the league for Chris Middleton. Is that too high, too low, or maybe just about right? I mean, there's definitely an argument for it, right? I mean, he's he's like over 20. I just saw this, this stat on Stat Muse, which I, I don't doubt, um, but he's over 20 points per game, 50, 40, 90. The last guy to do that was Steph Curry when he was the unanimous MVP. Uh, I'm not saying that Chris Middleton should be the unanimous MVP or that he's Steph Curry, but those numbers are wow. So really, uh, you know, so I, I think there's definitely an argument to be made for it. I think it'll be really interesting if he can keep those numbers up. Uh, what happens come all NBA time? Because I think that he'd have a, a legitimately strong argument to make, you know, at least third team all NBA. Um, you know, it's really tough with the with the forwards in this league, and you know, all NBA is the kind of thing where you have to vote for guys by position. So you have two guards, two forwards, and a center. You know, first team, second team, third team. Sure. Uh, you know, Giannis is going to be on that first team. LeBron's going to be on that first team. You you know, you think that AD and Kawhi they're going to be, you know, probably you know, first team, second team. They'll be in that conversation. So where does you know Chris fit in in a league where there are a lot of you know high level wings? Uh, I I don't know, but you know to to totally ignore what he's doing right now would be foolish. It's it's remarkable to see just the uh, ability that he's had right now from beyond the arc to continue to stroke the ball the way he has. I mean, over 50% from three in the month of January, close to 45% now in the month of February is what he's shooting from three as well. And just seems to be more comfortable in the offense and, and just still – growing as a player people want to say that these guys are finished products matt when they're 25 years old i mean chris middleton 28 years old is really going into the prime of his basketball career you would think right yeah i mean this is around that that prime time like that's when you you expect players to start to hit their peak um you know obviously there are a few who uh, who defy that and you know like lebron's still peaking now in like sure. his 17th yep. season like a like a total crazy person like i don't even know how to, how to describe like an alien um but you know chris is, is kind of hitting those years i mean i think after you know some 
some some struggles with, with Bud's system last year where he wasn't getting enough of, of his comfort shots and uh, was shooting a lot more threes, wasn't shooting them necessarily well, never was able to find a rhythm, or at least took him a longer time to find that rhythm. I think this year, you know, he and Bud have, have figured out a good, you know, happy medium where Chris is getting some post-ups, he's getting some shots uh, from his comfort zones in the mid-range, and, and those shots are really good shots when you make them at the percent that Chris Middleton is. When you are a 50-something or 60-something uh, percent mid-range shooter, uh, depending on the location on the court, uh, that's really good. And, like, you can you can win like that. The analytics would say you can win like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but if you... Um, you know, but if you're not good at those shots, like most players are not great at those shots, then and you're probably just a little bit better or similar on three-pointers, that's when you'd want to take the threes. Uh, but Chris you know, is such a unique player where he's so good on mid-range shots and he's so good on threes that sometimes it's, it's good to have a little bit of mix of both and make sure he feels comfortable because when he's comfortable, like he is now, it's obviously yielding incredible results. Yeah, it's obvious that he is just so comfortable in that lineup right now and just so comfortable with how everything is moving around him. And it's understandable how you're comfortable when you're playing with a guy like Giannis, who tonight had a triple-double with, I don't know, eight minutes left in the second quarter. A double-double. A double-double in in the second quarter like that. And it was with ten and a half minutes left. (laughs) Okay, yeah, so I I was shorting him still. It's just (laughs) remarkable, Matt, because then you're you're hearing, you know, Ted and and Jim talking about how he's now passed Bobby Dandridge for second all-time. And I'm thinking, okay, obviously Kareem's holding all of these stats. And you're thinking, the guy's got 4,500 rebounds, and he's 25 years old? It's insane. And also you would look at that as a guy that came right out of high school and was averaging 23 minutes a game. He also had basically a red shirt year in his first run with the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, and maybe his stats wouldn't look the same if that Bucks team that first year was any good, right? Because he got a, he got a bunch of playing time uh, on that team and they were awful. They, they had 15 wins and like they had no excuse, but to play him and give him a shot and see what they had. Um, you know, if they had been at all competent, uh, you know, with, with the roster that they had, um, you know, then, then maybe he doesn't play as much. And, you know, there are guys ahead of him, and, you know, they kind of try and develop him quietly behind the scenes, and maybe he's not putting up any numbers. Um, but obviously things turned out the way they did, and it turned out pretty well for the Bucks. And Giannis is, you know, racking up all these uh, accolades, and the only question is, you know, will he catch Kareem for a lot of them? And, uh, you know, if he, if he chooses to stay, then I, I think there's a very good shot of that. Now, in that interview that John Horst did earlier today uh, with the boys on the morning show, they asked him uh, quite extensively about the future of Giannis Antetokounmpo because my man Bart Winkler is, is really nervous about this, Matt, and, and I keep trying to calm the old leprechaun down, but it, he is just so nervous that he's going to leave, and I was doing the conversation earlier tonight that it, it's difficult for me to worry about that in the midst of a season that's been so incredible and you're seeing every single night this guy do something different that makes you shake your head. I don't know if maybe I'm just being naive in the fact of not worrying about the future, but I'm so wrapped up in the present I can't think about what happens in the summer with the possible Supermax extension. Yeah, I think the best advice for most people is to kind of approach it the way you do and just enjoy the ride. The ride for the if you're a Bucks fan, the ride has been pretty darn good uh, for the past two years, um, especially relative to where the Bucks have been uh, mm-hmm. for the rest of you know the the past 20 years uh, and more. Uh, but I, I think that you know Giannis has said plenty of things about his impending uh, decision, and a lot of them have you know centered around the fact that 
you know, he just wants to be on a team that wins. That's all he cares about. And, and the Bucks are winning, and so that's that's the most important thing. Um, and that, you know, if that's the case, he doesn't see any reason to go anywhere or do, any, do anything, make any drastic changes. Um, and so we'll just have to see how long they keep winning. And, you know, we can get to those questions later. I know that, you know, a lot of, you know, people around the league are starting to get nervous. You know, I, I know that uh, ESPN's Tim Bontemps had a story today. You know, he talked to a bunch of people at All-Star Weekend, and all these execs were saying that they don't think Giannis is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that they think that, you know, he's going to stay. And, you know, obviously what the Bucks are doing now, what more could you ask for? Um, you know, if you're Giannis or even if you're the Bucks, like, you know, this is this is the best situation you can be in uh, if you're trying to keep a free agent. You want to just win, 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 and then win some more. And right now they're, they're doing that. They've had, I think I just looked it up, it was like 32 wins by double digits this season. Uh, out of 55 games, you know, Giannis doesn't have to play a ton. He's still getting monster stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're handling his workload. He has a great team around him, a bunch of guys he likes. Um, and, and they're setting themselves up for a potentially deep playoff run. And so we'll see how the playoffs shake out. But for right now, you know, things are coming up bucks. It really is. And also, too, I mean, when you, you bring up the, the possibility of winning the title this year, and, and I've tried to pour water on the idea and the notion that if he doesn't sign the Supermax this year, oh, my gosh, you have to trade him. There's no way you can allow him to walk. Guys, if, if he doesn't sign the Supermax this year, it might be financially understandable why he's not going to sign it this year because the salary cap seems to continue to go up as the – percentage will continue to go up so the possibility of him making more money might make more sense for him to allow himself to play out through the contract then go into free agency so i it's it's part of it in the middle of it like you just said matt though you want to enjoy the ride but for bucks fans it's never been this good and you really don't know if it ever is going to be this good again because the recipe that we all believed was own the future also had jabari parker in it that guy's been traded now what two or three times in the last Two years? All, all the times. Yeah. All the times. He, he's, <laughs> he's been everywhere. Matt, appreciate the time, man, tonight. And uh, Saturday night is going to be a lot of fun against Philadelphia. We're looking forward to it and excited to read the story tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you on Saturday then. Thanks, man. That's Matt Velasquez joining us here tonight uh, on the Pick and Safe Probes postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee. North spoke about Giannis just before. We will hear from the MVP next. This is the Pick and Safe Probes postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee. North, keep it right here on the fan. It's time for the MVP Minute. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee. North on the fan. FM, The Fan, 12.50 a.m. in the free radio.com. I appreciate you hanging out. Big and safe pro hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Here after the Bucks get a 126-106 win. Now 47-8 in part and really in thanks to the MVP of the league, but the MVB of the game. That's Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's brought to you by Chevrolet. Check out the all-new 2020 Chevy Silverado at your local Chevy dealer or online at WisconsinDriveshevy.com. Here is the MVB and the MVP, Giannis Atetokounmpo, after the win tonight inside the Bucks locker room after just, again, another dominating performance by the Bucks as they take on a lot of familiar faces in the Detroit Pistons. Giannis about attacking his spot and figuring out if he wants to go at a certain player at a certain way. I'm just... I'm just trying to get to a spot. Um, I really don't 
really see what the defense is giving me. I'm just thinking I got to get to my spot. Uh, but sometimes I got to go right, sometimes I got to go left, sometimes I got to stop, pull over him. Um, uh, I'm just trying to read the defense, you know. How important is it for you guys to start the, the last part of the season the way you did tonight and kind of set it up? Really important, obviously, you know, coming after the All-Star break. Not being sloppy, just coming, playing good basketball, being up by 30 in the half, that's big. Uh, being able to win this game by 20. Uh, you know, we just pick pick up, pick it up from where we left from, and um, that's really good because, you know, it puts everybody, you know, in the, in the same page. That we, we're here to play good basketball, we're here to win, and, uh, you know, we had a little break, but now let's, let's get back to it. When you blocked Christian Wood, and then you kind of got in his face a little bit. Obviously, you played a bunch of guys that you played with on the same team over the past few years. What was it like to go against all those guys? It's fun. It's fun. Obviously, love, love uh, Christian Wood. Love Tony Snell, Thumb Maker, um, John Henson. Team Fraser is now on the team, but um, he was two weeks ago. But all those guys that I played with, uh, they've been great teammates to me. And uh, it doesn't matter where they are. Uh, obviously, on the court, I'm going to try to do my job and try to back every shot, try to play hard. But at the end of the day, they're my brothers, and uh, you know I got their back, and uh, we're going to smile. And we've we've had great moments together. That is just some great stuff from Giannis as he talks about some former teammates: John Henson, Brandon Knight on that team, Christian Wood, who he played a lot against tonight, mano a mano. Christian Wood with 27 minutes tonight for the Detroit Pistons, playing really well this year. For Detroit, getting the opportunity after the Bucks cut uh, the G League player back and forth guy last year, but averaging over 11 points a night tonight had 18 to go along with 11 rebounds for Christian Wood, the power forward from UNLV, one of my favorite locations, UNLV, right there in the heart of Las Vegas. I don't know how you don't recruit to that school. Blows my mind. You should have recruits just lining up to go to play at UNLV. Are you kidding me? Play in Vegas? Sign me up. NBA scoreboard tonight as we take a look around the association. It's 103-103 as they head to overtime on TNT. Brooklyn Nets playing the rest of the year without Kyrie Irving. It was announced earlier today that he would miss the rest of the season due to a shoulder surgery. They're tied up with the team that comes to Pfizer Forum on Saturday night in the Philadelphia 76ers. So a lot of eyes on that one for Bucks fans. 37 points go along with 15 boards and two assists for Joel Embiid as his team plays in OT against the Brooklyn Nets right now. Second quarter, about seven and a half minutes left. Kings 49, Grizzlies down 12 with 37 there. Bucks once again won 126-106 tonight. But a loss by the second-seeded Miami Heat, or third-seeded Miami Heat, rather. 129-124 against Atlanta tonight. The Hornets upend the Bulls on the road, 103-93. And just underway, also going to be played on TNT, the nightcap of the doubleheader. 13-4, Rockets quickly out in front of the Golden State Warriors. Guys, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin trying to simplify your life by making window replacement a part of your 2020 vision today. If you did not know, they extended the run and the special financing offer that was in the month of January through the month of February at Pella Windows and Doors. Your choice, 2.99% APR financing or 0% 
APR financing for 18 months with approved credit at Pella Windows and Doors. And if you're looking at getting into a new career, if you're a window installer, experienced, Brookfield, Green Bay, and Madison, all opportunities for you to join the Pella team, which is the number one recognized brand nationally. They're, they've been in business for 100 years. They offer premium pay with some of the best hands-on industry training you're going to find working daily with project managers to ensure the completion of the jobs that you are out on today. Apply immediately at the website today. That's PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. Once again, PellaWI.com slash career opportunities. Don't get waitlisted by slow-moving Chuck in a truck cheapo companies. Visit Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin today. Make window replacement a part of your 2020 vision today. Stop in to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Experience Center or schedule your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Tell them Bill Schmidt sent you while you go there. And say hi to Gina Della from Pella for me. Bucks win tonight by 20-126-106. They get the Philadelphia 76ers coming up Saturday night at Pfizer Forum. If you're going out on to the game, come on back and talk Bucks basketball with me after the game. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch. This has been the Pick and Save Probes postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Want to thank Matt Velasquez for joining us tonight, as always. And Sidney Moncrief, if you missed that, go back on the Radio.com app. Rewind it to... 829 and you'll catch our conversation with the nba hall of famer also thanks to my man austin d on the other side of the glass i'm bill schmidt baby tausch pick and save pros post game show driven by mercedes benz of milwaukee north inside the pillow windows and doors of wisconsin studios we're back saturday night bucks win again here on the fan why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion 